apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 2011210L. Call for additional details. didn't hit it there you go so 10 grand that's a lot of debt from shore to shore i'm not sure why these people deserve it more i served my country for 20 years i served it with my blood sweat and tears i didn't sit behind a desk and i didn't choose to take it on the debt that comes along with it so i can say this is wrong let's look at this really close who does it help you'll see it's gross if you look at the numbers, you will see that this benefits, benefits whites, not the minority. I want to be fair to everyone here. So let's list the accomplishment of Joe Biden's two year. If you blink, you missed it. That's because he hasn't done shit. Foreign affairs, well, he failed. Remember Afghanistan and the way they bailed? Our country security can't. You're killing me, man. Our Am I killing you? I'm security... not help. <laughs> no, yeah, I like it. This, our country security can't take a win with a border of migrants and drugs he's letting in. The economy is crap, and there's no need to explaining. Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jim Battisti, and I want to welcome back that hunky man back from vacation. That over there is Joe Aguirre. Thank you, sir. So, Joe, uh, welcome back from vacation. I hope it was well. I hope you're you look relaxed. I yeah, I got a lot of sun. Did a lot of swimming. Got wet. That's what it's all about. That's what it is, man. All right, Joe. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, this bribe, right? Because come on, let's face it. That's that's all it is, right? That's all it is. And I think everybody knows it. I think every moderate, every independent, every moderate Democrat. 
Jimmy, let me no. take you back to 2012. Barack Obama challenged by Mitt Romney that year, and things weren't going great. He had put a lot of restrictions on the same Wall Street people who had helped him get elected, and he needed money. And all of a sudden, goofy Vice President Joe Biden revealed in an interview that Barack Obama had changed his position and was pro-gay marriage. And it was, I, I was in Paris literally when, when that story broke. I remember. And I mean, like international ramifications on on that. And then within a couple of days, President Obama came out and did that. My uh, position has evolved and I'm for it. And uh, that, that the gay money helped. Uh, the, the civil rights groups got behind that and that's what helped get them uh, elected over Mitt Romney. So I'm going to say yeah, that's Jimmy, what that's that's what Jimmy, I'm going to say <laughs> this that this I'm not going to call it a bribe. But I will say it is uh, certainly very convenient that they would do this. And again, listen, it's something he's talked about for a while, to be fair. But he's doing it now. Ridiculous. I mean, right? the, the timing. Well, you know what? Is no coincidence. Besides the timing all right, of, of, the, of the, the, the elections coming up, right? The timing couldn't have been even more worse after just going around the country bragging that he just cut $300 billion off the national deficit with his so-called Inflation Reduction Act, but then announces that this bill is $300 billion. So everything that he just cut, he yeah. just put back a week later. Like people need to understand. This. He's reinvesting. Yeah. <laughs> and into what though, Joe? Right? Into what exactly? Right. I, I want brought... to push back on something quickly though. Listen, you know, you say the economy, what was your word? Did you say crap. it stinks or crap? Yeah. The economy is not crap. Let's be okay. fair about the that. The economy is not crap. However, the, you hold cannot on. go. No, no, no. Because this is what I was referring to. You I cannot just go s- around. I just need to put it out there that the economy is very strong. It's at a point, though, where it's too strong. Again, with the recovery, with the supply chain, which is, again, it's an issue, Jimmy, that I, for some reason, like Ukraine, it's like, we don't even talk about it anymore. It's almost kind of become part of just everyday life that we have a supply chain issue in this country. And it's still the reason why, while the prices we talked last week or, or two weeks ago have gone down, they're still really high in comparison. Um, exactly. And this is my point, right? And this is what I was getting to. So Joe Biden, Joe, the White House and Democrats in total are bragging about how they're bringing down uh, inflation, how they're working together, how they're doing this, that, and the other, right? And look, it's come down. Everybody needs to vote for me. Well, you know what? You can't brag about dropping a 41-year high to a 40-year high. Like, that's not a brag, right? And But yet these people are out there doing it. And I think, and this is why I'm saying this, right? This is why I'm saying that the moderate Democrats and the independents are going to, what's that? <laughs> It's all oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are going to see this, right? They're going to see, look at the economy might be in your opinion, strong, but it's not strong enough where it can support the lower classes. that get shit. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's an unstable economy. It's a strong economy, but it's an inflated economy. Hold on, it's again, pretty stable, does, like, right? Well, no, every people are saying no, it's, this. It's definitely and the people it's definitely on the left unstable because well, you the can't thing. say that, Joe. It's been pretty it, stable and shitty. No, here, right? well, no, there's been not two. True. There's that's been two quarters. There's been two quarters of GDP loss, which yeah. is a recession. Not, no, right. That's so that's been pretty stable. Well, that's technically not true, but that's that's absolutely the definition. There's well, it. there's a little, there's there's more to it than that. That's and, not and what you've got. It's not okay. There's more to it than that, and it's, it's how the it's, Democrats have sidestepped only, that whole idea of. Again, only, let's think back. Let's think back to 2006. I think most adults will remember 2006. The market absolutely collapsed. Tanked. And 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 it was, you know, there had to be some concern at some level of would this thing ever recover? That's how bad it was. And we entered the Great Recession. That was a really bad time. Don't forget that that also came shortly after big Republican tax cuts. The same thing we saw just a couple of years ago under Trump. So, again, when I say it's an unstable economy, you need revenue. Right. And and here's to, to Biden's fall and, and, and tax and spend liberals in general, Jimmy. You you save three hundred billion and then you go and spend three hundred billion on something else. That's not saving three hundred billion, right? That's that's spending it. The way the economy is is going, and with them slowly, what's inflation, Donna? Like eight and a half percent? That's still ridiculously high. You, again, you when, when I say unstable, what I mean is this is unsustainable long term, right? I mean, it, the ramifications on Obviously. the working poor, which is the, the Democrats, like one of their bases is the working poor, right? Blue collar workers. That's who's feeling the brunt of this. For most other people, I mean, it's went on vacation. I, we, we didn't even we didn't grocery shop. We were there for like 10 days. We just ate out every meal. You know what I'm saying? People like us are doing well enough. It's we're fine. It's the it's the and I'm telling you, you'll you'll see people. It's why it's why uh, uh, not counting the Russian collusion, but it's a big part of the reason why Donald Trump won in 2016. Those Midwestern people, dude, were so tired. Thank you. We're so tired of the Democrats promising relief was coming and nothing was happening. And then here comes con man Trump. And they were like, I give the apprentice guy a try. He's, he's fun on Thursday night. He's always done flavor. flavor. Oh, right? I've, I've called not? it the great experiment. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The experiment's over. I get that. Right. But you're, you're hundred percent right. And when you say that it's a uh, class, right, you're talking classes. Right? 11, 13, by the way. I'm gonna put my hand up so I know where to put the uh, cut the promo on that. Right, you're right, Joe. Thanks for that. I'm gonna show this stat real quick. All right, college is not a cure for wealth gap. So if you look at the median net worth, thousands of dollars income, but here's the number of bachelor degrees. Look at the number of white people compared to black and Hispanics. Do you see that? Yes. Astronomical number. Of white people over the minorities By the way, are graduating. I assume, that, I assume that other category, which is pretty huge, is Asian and Jews. Actually, it wasn't. That's Hispanics. Oh, that's some, no, no. The other oh no, category. others. Yeah, that was Asians and uh, Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can do. But anyways, anyways. So this whole 
college debt forgiveness that are supposed to help the lower and middle classes just privilege more white people. But this is your great defender of your minorities, Joe Biden. It over, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't, it, 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 it favors the whites more than any other race. It, it, I mean, by far, by far. So how is this an equitable, how is this an equitable act? How is this an- Might I say, number one, the fact that you care about the equity of the, of the is, uh, that's, I like that. I like that you're shifting gears and you're, that's where your focus is now. Uh, I would, no, 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 I would it's not my focus. I would caution you, don't be too woke. Or they'll, they'll turn on you quick. <laughs> it's not my focus. Trust me. There, and you know, my opinion, there is the word, uh, uh, equity only, you know, that's only, yeah, but again, let's involve your day, house. Jimmy, Jimmy you know, when, when we talk about things that are constitutional and unconstitutional, right, we're talking about things that are either someone's getting one specific group's getting a benefit to everyone else's detriment or one person's getting shit on and no one else is. And that's where every time that goes to the Supreme Court, unconstitutional. So this right? is not going to get passed, by the way. There's and no, it shouldn't. That's there's the no ridiculous way this is, notion. Like, the lawsuits are going to come flying aplenty if this even gets considered like if uh, when he puts ink to pen and making an executive decision because Congress will never go for this because they'll lose. Right. I mean, they'll just, it's not a winning, this isn't a winning formula. This isn't a winning strategy strategy for the Democrat. Sure. Listen, but here's the thing. You, as long as you, at this point, they're more rallying the cause. They're still holding, they're still hanging their hat on Roe v. Wade. And they're doing nothing in the way of even talking to the Republicans, uh, even some of the the more moderates, the the Mitt Romneys, the Lisa Murkowski's of the world, the Susan Collins. Like, you guys want to talk something out, codify this before the election, be heroes? The Democrats are not interested in that. They like that right where it's at right now. I see headlines every single day still. Oh, absolutely. USA Today, pretty pretty regular, uh, you know, you might call it mainstream, but it's not like a very partisan. We'll call it left leaning. You could, but it's as far as as how left leaning places are, they're they're not. But I see stories every day on there about abortion, and it's some crazy, crazy story about some unfortunate somebody in some southwestern or southern state. In some rural hick, you know, would and it's some anecdotal story about the bloppity bloppity blop. Um, it's they like that. That is wearing on people. And again, you saw which and I you you talked about Trump and all his his primary people getting through. Listen, this thing is going one of two ways. But the conservatives in 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 the state of Kansas, that state at large, is a very conservative state, and they were like, "No, nah, we'll keep that abortion thing where it is." Um, and that's good on the Kansas people. It's great, awesome. Thank you, Kansas, and for doing that. The but state then you of have Kansas, to wonder. Kansas is definitely one of the more conservative states. I'm not saying you're going to get a, a state like Alabama that'll ever be like, "No, no, we want our abortion," but. Again, how important is that issue? Now he does the $10,000 bribe, right? They're just looking at all sorts of, hey, you know what? 
How about this for an October surprise? How about just one more round of COVID jacks? I just know. a little something to booster, booster you up for the holidays. A little present from Uncle Sam. If that happens, dude, like I don't number one, I don't see anybody turning it down. But number two, <laughs> I don't see I don't see how you don't at that point blame inflation on Joe Biden. Sure. In, I mean, listen, a lot of Republicans are already pinning the high inflation. And it, listen, it, I, I won't deny that that played a factor in it. Again, we've talked about just the way uh, uh, a capitalist economy works. When the poor can afford nice stuff, you don't have a poor class anymore. Now you have a lot of middle class people all trying to like shop for the Benz. You know, they're trying to live large. They're not saving. They're not investing. And then when it's time to buckle up, the bottom drops out on those people. They don't have any sort of nest egg to fall back on. That's the problem with the working poor. And Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Okay. So COVID hits. The economy, right, wrong, or indifferent, right? The economy shuts down. Yeah. Trump rightfully shut it down. That was a good job. Do you – can you time – can you uh, get the time code for that? So we can make cut promos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, uh, but do you think, because I do, if Trump was reelected and did absolutely nothing, or if Joe Biden was elected and did absolutely nothing, the economy was going to go back up. Yeah. Okay. So as restrictions were lifted, absolutely. People had to go back to work. The economy was naturally going to go back up. Yeah. And if you look back in those in uh, in early in early 2021, I no, in early 2000 early 2000s, a lot of the economists had a projection map of the economy getting like 80% to where it was pre-COVID, which was right in a sweet level, which would be right at a sweet level where we should be right now, right? But it didn't happen that way. And do you want to know why it didn't happen that way? And this is, yes, George Soros is the root of all evils. (laughs) But, but, right, and this is where the Republicans, I think, do have a complaint. When they say Joe Biden is the cause of inflation, now I've been on this show and I said, well, you know what? Trump was the first one to pass the stimulus. Just to let everybody know, if they forgot, it was $1.7 trillion, Right. Just letting everybody know, if you forgot, it was Trump who said that. <laughs> Facebook, you Soros. But what we just talked about, you and I, the economy was naturally going to go, it was naturally on a trajectory to go back up to 80% of its level pre-COVID. Even if Hillary would have been president it, in 2020, it, it would have gone up. Exactly. So why did we need all those other stimulus checks by the Democrats? Because that is what caused inflation. That, now, excuse me. That is what drove inflation even higher. And that's where the Republicans actually, I think, have a gripe because they didn't have to do anything. This is just like Ben. By the way, by the way, and I I appreciate you uh, correcting yourself. A a driving force. No doubt about it. Not the sole reason, but a driving force behind it. Again, right. By speaking accurately, Jimmy, I'll say, yes, I agree with you. And not argue with you about the semantics of whether it caused it or whether it was just a major force. This is what I'm talking about. It was a major driving force slash multiplier of Yes, sir. I'm in. I'm in. But even Ben Shapiro back in 2019, right, said 
all the Democrats got to do is not be crazy and they'll mm -hmm. win everything. Right. They'll win yep. everything, but they can't do that. They cannot not be crazy. The economy was already on a trajectory. No, no, no. We're going to spend four billion more dollars or whatever, you know, two point four trillion more dollars. And then on top of that, we all agree, like most of us agree that that was a driving factor in the speed of uh, inflation rate. Right. On top of that, now they just keep proposing more spending and more spending and more spending. Now, people need to remember they're going to pass another eight billion dollars going to Ukraine here in, you know soon we're up to like 68 billion dollars i would almost say now jimmy we should just fight the war thank you getting as costly as we're we might as well just go and do it and then rebuild because this is already It'll save us money everybody dude it's in it's already cost uh over a hundred billion dollars to the ukrainian economy like there's gonna be it, it, it's unbelievable the economic devastation let alone the the physical and the mental and and obviously the the human loss over there but it's uh real bad it's awful i mean and you know what and i firm yeah exactly just invade russia already exactly i mean their military is probably 33 percent depleted at this point it feels pretty spent at this point you know, you know what i was saying i think you and the boys would do well you know yeah, i think canada could take russia right now <laughs> <laughs> and all they got are the freaking mounties but anyways you know i don't want to get too far off topic here uh we were actually started out talking about the college uh uh that forgiveness yeah, 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 yeah. But so, Wait know, a I'll say this, listen, because and and I and I bet you would love to talk about the border a little bit. I do, but and the crisis can... that I feel like has long since passed the southern border. Things are uh still overwhelmed. The system itself is overwhelmed, but as far as there just being like a mass um invasion as some right-wing media has suggested, it's doing all right it's not it's a fake problem to be having and 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 what i what i feel like it is jimmy is the republicans have offered nothing in the way of explaining if they take back the house and senate how might they take down inflation Good what point. what is what would be their plan with ukraine they're not really running on a platform of anything that they can do or are planning to do it's more like the socialist agenda is ruining America, open borders. Again, an economy that's doing too well, that's that's driven up terrible inflation like like we rarely seen in this country. But what are what are the Republicans running on? What are they going to do? How are they going to fix this? Because you know I'm telling you right now, when you when you're trying to appeal to I think independent moderate people, you've gotten Put it to you like this. I don't think Ned Lamont is a good governor. I didn't vote for Ned Lamont. For anybody who's not from, from the where this is the Connecticut governor, a, a millionaire guy who ran for a bunch of public offices until he bought the governorship. Congratulations. And he lost to another billionaire guy, Bob Stefanowski, who had been a Democrat, ran as a Republican, so he could buy the governor's mansion. And his his money didn't, he just came up short. Just a couple dollars. 
Same two clowns are running again. Yep. I'm a Republican, so you know how Facebook is. I see nothing but Republican ads because they think that's what I want to see. Every single time I click on one of these Bob Stefanowski ads, Lamont bad, Lamont bad, Lamont ruined Connecticut. People are like, I'm going to vote for Ned Lamont. Not crazy about everything, but I know what I'm getting. You haven't said a damn thing about what you're going to do to fix the huge inflation problem. I can. Lamont's at least trying. And so, again, as I'm looking at all these cards in the last few weeks with the primaries, Jimmy, again, as a registered Republican, I'm getting I'm getting all the Republican junk mail. And as I'm flipping through it, I don't see a single person talking about any specific policy at all other than going to protect America. If you're in Connecticut and you're trying to tell me you're going to protect the border, you should be smacked upside your skull. I don't really give a crap about the border. By the how long it would take someone to cross the Mexican border and get here. I would have heard about it on CNN. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have already heard. I would have known it was coming. I'd be prepared. It's a long trip to get here, and they're on foot. Don't forget that. So anyway, well, it's not important anymore. that the Republicans start to talk about what they're going to do because I think if you try to appeal to the the socialists to ruin America, I don't know that people are really buying that wholesale. So I'm going to answer your question, right? So why are they doing it? Because they took a play out of the Democrat handbook, and they're dumb. They're dumb. Because that, what was the Democrat handbook for the last 20 years? Don't vote for them. They're racist. Don't vote for them. They're racist. And Don't to vote for results, them. They're misogynist. The mixed results mixed on that, but it's, but a, that's it's a good campaign slogan. <laughs> right? But that, that, that's been the playbook for the past 20 years of the Democratic Party. Right? So now the Republicans are like, well, shit, maybe we'll try it. And they're right? like, we're and, racists. Yeah, no. <laughs> and this is and this is the major problem that you and I discuss every friggin' time we're on this show. Nothing is really getting accomplished. Nothing. This whole Inflation Reduction Act, you and I talked about it. It's not going to reduce any inflation. And it's not right. In fact, now that they, if they do this. If they do, are we pretending, Bob? It, I no, don't we're not. We Bob Stefanowski really uh, is not even close in this race. And, uh, there's only one Republican in Connecticut who is even close at this point, and it's the guy that's running against Connecticut's only black congresswoman, Giovanna Hayes. Uh, and that's always been a, a historically Republican district. So the fact she got elected in the in the first place was a, a little bit wild, but right what now it's the only Republican. About? When is the last time a Republican? Represented the district in the state of Connecticut. Um, seventeen seventy-five, two thousand eight, and in 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 the Senate, it's nineteen eighty-eight. Long time. That's that's fact, bud. Long. You time. don't have to look that up. No, I'm not. I'm actually looking. <laughs> I'm at, just I, kidding. I'm messing with the sidebar. I'm trying to see who uh, what Tie Fighter is saying. Yeah, that is shocking in that district. But go on. Yeah. So again, it's like, dude, listen, I, I, I think right now I, I agree with what you're saying. Look, the Republicans are playing this like they're the Democrats. Like, how stupid can we get here? How extreme? You know, we talked about, to me, what doomed the Liz Warren campaign was that issue where she was all about prisoners getting uh, a, a gender reassignment. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, on your, that's on your presidential platform. You're 
like 480 people that apply to. Um, that's not a good idea. That's when, you know, again, you start hearing people talk about the extreme left. So I'm curious why the Democrats, have, uh, the Republicans rather, have doubled down. And it's like, you've been saying we're racist for years. It's going to kind of double down on that notion. You got people like Ron Johnson, uh, who is openly. Hey, uh, don't you say anything bad about Don Johnson. I, I love Miami Vice. <laughs> I wish it was that one. Uh, you know, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin has, has said some terrible, terrible things. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know we don't like to talk about her, but what I'm noticing, Jimmy, and I mentioned this to you before the show and, and, and why I feel the need. We are going to talk about these folks tonight is the, the dumbing down that the Republicans are doing right now is the idea is the socialist liberal agenda is destroying America. We need hardcore right wing conservative law and rule and i think that that is insane i think it's the uh, wrong message too i like some good old conservative values you know some good family people but th some of this stuff is getting insane and extreme um marjorie taylor green introduced a bill it's not going to ever make it anywhere but a bill that would criminalize parents taking children for gender reassignment surgery uh as children so again she wants to take the state's rights away and make a, a federal law on that and a lot of Absolutely people are excited not. about that you don't all. be a hypocrite right if it's going to be like i'm not a hypocrite if a, i agree with the overturning of roe v wade not because i disagree with abortion or i'm pro-life i'm not but i believe everything should be passed down to the state level which, again, by the way, people, that's all overturning Roe v. Wade did was just hand it back down to the state level, took it out of federal hands. Now it's up to your state legislature to determine your abortion rights in your states. So right. 31 saying, are going to ban them, but I'm not saying um, it's not 30 freaking one. I'm not it's saying that I am pro-life, but I'm saying I am for states' rights. So if I'm saying that in this regard, I got to say it in everything. Gun control should be a state's rights thing. If you live in New York and you want to ban guns, go right ahead. I don't need to live in New York, right? I mean, not everybody can move out of the state of New York and can afford it. I get that. But you know what? I, I can't either, but I'll find a way to move so I can own a freaking gun if that's what happens. Ty Fighter support, asks, do you support people crossing borders to get abortions? Of course I don't. I shouldn't. I don't think you should have to, but that's not for me to decide. That's up for the people of that state to decide. Now, here's a thing that we talked, I talked about last week. I don't know if I talked about it with you, but here's something I talked about last week, I think. Uh, it can absolutely change very, very soon. All these states, right? All your, your 31 states that are banning abortions, it can change. And it, it can change in two months. Think about it. In two months, we're voting elected officials. And that's exactly what the Republicans are playing chicken with America. They're like, we're coming full on abortion ban. Biden bad. Let's go, Brandon, vote us. I think that is a terrible, terrible platform. I think they could be doing so much better. Oh, I absolutely. think they should be they should be leading with if they were smart. You said it two weeks ago at, on our last show. The number one issue 
to the voters is inflation, for which all the Republicans do is point it out without accepting any of the responsibility. I mean, you know not what? for nothing, they were in charge. They ultimately were the ones that shut the economy down. You, you can't blame that on the Democrats. I agree it was the right move by the Republicans. They had to do it, and they didn't want to do it. They felt very forced. They got very pressured by the Democrats who went along with it, and they did it, but they yes, were in so charge. You got to take some responsibility for it. You can't just be like, well, look, look at it now. And it's like, well, you created it, and they're not dealing with it well. Who's going to fix it is really the question. You're either going to fix it or you're going to be like, they're bad. Shut up. Is their plan going to fix it or is yours? That's the number one issue. They need to really start talking about that. Or I I'm agree telling you, I think they're going to really get crushed by reasonable independents who are like, a lot of this transgender crap I can't deal with, but I'm going to give these guys another shot. You're setting them up for it. I And I I'll don't right understand now, even... it. And again, to have people like Dr. Oz and Herschel Walker being portrayed as serious. Can you imagine either of those guys ever introducing an intelligent piece of legislation? Of course not. We'll, we'll talk about Oz and Herschel Walker later on in the show, because I know that's going to come up here soon, correct? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop. I'll, I will not talk about immigration as much. I won't. I'm just going to mention a little bit, right? Just a smidge. But you say it's not a problem. You say it's been overstated. But look at the numbers, Joe. In 2020, total enforcement actions. These are just what we encountered. In 2020, 646,000. When Biden took over 1.9 million so far, so far this year, 2.2 million illegal immigrants, right? Now, let's not talk about immigrants. I don't even want to talk about the people per se, right? I do, but I don't. I don't want to talk that number. What I actually want to talk about, if we really value their lives and we really value human rights, well, 575 illegals died crossing into America in 2021. Over 600 have been reported so far in 2022. And when I say deaths, I mean, these are babies getting swept out of mother's arms trying to cross the river. Like, no crap, this is actually happening. Right? Like, no joke, happening. Yeah. I've, over I've 600 seen, people dead. Terrible pictures from, right? from people crossing. It's terrible. The number, the number one death due to over the number one killer of black Americans from the ages of 18 to 45 drug overdoses. Who is fentanyl affecting worse? Black people. They're not doing anything about the drug problem crossing the border there, but it's affecting black people more so than white people because it's going more into the inner cities Black, it's they're making it more readily accessible for black people. I mean, don't get me wrong, the white people are dying in droves too, right? Everybody is from this, everybody is, but black people are being more affected by this. If this was the great uh human rights champion that everybody voted for, well, maybe he might want to do something about all these black people dying, right? Because they're dying unfairly, but they're not doing anything. So I'm not even talking about the migrants, right? The illegal immigrants, whatever we got to call them today. I don't know. But in, in July 
on July 19th, 2022, in one day, 542 kilograms of fentanyl was seized. That's one day. Now, one kilogram can kill 500,000 people. Let me do the math for you, people. I've already done it. That's 27.1 million people that could have been killed that has the potential of dying on fentanyl overdoses off a one-day seizure. One day. That alone constitutes a crisis in my book. Whether it's an immigration crisis, whether it's a drug crisis, I would, it's a humanitarian If I were Joe crisis, Biden, I would turn that into a commercial. It's got to be 27 million people with my unbelievable border enforcement agency. That would be a good one. Yeah. You know what? How much more are not getting seized? There are more not getting seized than there are getting seized. That's the whole point of these numbers. There are more drugs getting through than are getting seized because the number of migrants, the the, the Customs and Border Patrol has to tend to them. So there's more drugs getting through because they can't stop illegal drug traffic because they're tending to 2.2 million illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. But I don't see, you know, this reduction, in, you know, this Inflation Reduction Act adding any Customs and Border Patrol agents, yeah. only the IRS agents. Oh, stop that nonsense. Listen, <laughs> uh, I, I'll say Come this. On. Listen, it's been about six elections in a row where they just beat the the immigration and the border drum. I think uh, Tyler said this is a back burner issue. It's obviously an issue, but I don't see why it's the GOP talking point. It, again, it's it's because they don't have a plan to fight inflation because they caused it in the first place with their massive tax cuts for the wealthy. And they don't even want to, again, take any responsibility or acknowledge that any of that happened. They just want to point and say it's bad. We're going to be like Venezuela soon. The prices are out of control. Uh, the kids are all gay and bobbity bop. And, and, and we got to get back. We got to take away everyone's rights and just live a good, you know, Quaker kind of life and fall in the place and, and, and clutch your guns. And that's what, that's what people that are that are leaning right that's what they're looking for they're looking for uh the safety of the government to uh stop this invasion of of the culture of the united states of america that's what the republicans are selling right now okay you know what? And I, i'll tell you I think, i've already I think dispelled that joe the last like few elections keep saying that the last few elections i think it was effective I think it's like, nah, we know. Now what else? You know, well, the kids, they're going to make them all gang. Nah, they're not. What else? I think I, with the exception of a few, I'm saying a handful, right? <laughs> I'm, uh, on both sides, right? A handful total. These, these, I have to believe in my soul. Otherwise, I just lose all faith whatsoever that some of these people in the United States government have to be smart, right? Because if they weren't, I have, they wouldn't be in that position. I have to believe that they have to be some kind of intelligence to get to that level. Because again, if not, then all faith is lost on me and I might as well just go crawl under a rock. So for people to sit there and actually believe what you're telling me right now, like all Republicans think this, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not saying all Republicans. I mean, look, this, but it's it's, it's a very 
it's, it's a great deflection. And again, if you can get a handful of people to vote on that idea for you, that's not so bad. You mean like Republicans are racist? That idea? But anyways, the the reason yeah. why I do have a soul, buddy. The reason why uh uh well that kind of distracted me. I wanted to pat myself on the back for that. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Uh you know what I am going to talk about it I am because it's been Do one it. year it's been Do one year it. since we left Afghanistan right and I'm going to uh, tie everything together here in one quick little brief moment here right but uh, we can all admit that Afghanistan was an abject failure I mean it was uh, Marines died sailors died unnecessarily I mean, in, in any commander's book, in, in any leader's book, really, now you don't have to be a commander to feel this way, but that's a failure, right? If you were ever in a leadership position, uh, military, paramilitary, like the police force, even the fire department, if you've lost somebody under your watch, you, you consider yourself a failure, right? It, it wasn't a massive failure over the last 20 years, and I'll tell you why, Uh it was a massive, massive failure leaving the way we did. All right. And that was all, nobody can blame anybody. You can't blame anybody else, but Joe Biden, he's got to hold the bag because he's the only one that can make that decision. All right. You can't blame Trump on making that decision. You can say, Oh, he wanted to. Okay. He wanted to, but he didn't just like they were in charge, right? Trump was in charge when they shut down the economy and they started it. Well, Joe Biden made that decision to pull everybody out of Afghanistan and he got Marines killed. Now, I'm bringing, I, I want to call attention to that because it was a freaking awful, awful tragedy. It was an awful thing to, uh, uh, to, to have happened that way because we didn't lose, we, it wasn't a waste of time. We literally did a lot of good. It is not the U.S. military's job to hold a country. It's, it's not our country. Okay. And, and everybody needs to understand this. This wasn't, you know, Afghanistan Army of America, right? It's, we were just a, a presence in that country. And we did a lot, a lot of good for the people there. So for the military, for the military members who I opened this show up with, seeing their blood, sweat, and tears, just like I did. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an abject failure to us because we did do a lot of good. It wasn't a failure just in the way we left, and now all of a sudden it's back in terrorist hands. So that's the failure. I don't want to harp too much about that because I'm running out of time. But I opened the show in my rhyme, and I said I served my country for 20 years with my blood, sweat, and tears, and I absolutely did. Anybody who knows me can tell you that. I gave it 110% every freaking day for 20 years because I couldn't afford college. So I had to join the military to pay for my college. And I did. And I ended up staying for 20 years because I felt so strongly about it. But that's what I sacrificed so I could attend college. Now tell me one thing that these kids that are getting 10 grand sacrificed to deserve that. I'm waiting for all these comments from Everybody that's out there, tell me what they did to deserve that compared to what I did. Then had to sac. What did they sacrifice to deserve that? To ten thousand dollar debt forgiveness, because I didn't get it. Not one military freaking guy I know got it. Not one. 
But you get they the GI get Bill. It. The whole idea of the GI Bill is to pay for the school. We don't want to burn people that. with their education. I don't. GI uh, Bill? Okay. How long does it take you to? For everybody to know, you only get 36 months with your GI Bill. You don't, It's not a college. It's not. A, it's enough for an associate's okay. degree. Well, get right? on it. But I still, I'm good. You don't got to worry about me. But I still had to take on debt. But I didn't get freaking any forgiveness. Is what I'm saying. All right. Well, so let me let me explain one thing too. When we're talking about uh, this loan forgiveness, first of all, it's not everybody. People who apply for it, yes. Well, and and it's people with specific loans, predatory loans. So again, it's it's outrageous loans from greedy banks taking advantage of people trying to get an education. Hold on, hold on. And so hold, it doesn't no. surprise Absolutely me to see not. Republicans. Absolutely not. Joe. Republicans Absolutely defending not. the banks. I gotta argue with you on this. They're not getting the full eight point six percent. That's I mean they've been building these people I for years. Argue. I have to friggin' argue with it on this one, right? Nobody in their who what? Tell me one loan representative that's holding guns to people's heads. Oh, they're very deceptive. They're very deceptive people. There's there's a lot more to it than just people are like, oh yeah, okay. Uh, a, so lot now, a lot of a lot of times too, Jimmy. When it comes to adjustable rates and stuff like that, they're not very um upfront and honest about that. And so you Touché. start off with a loan you can handle, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, your rate just doubled, and the suddenly, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it's. But and you know the, what? But those are the 19, loans that were Joe. we're talking about 19. predatory loans. That should be illegal. If there were any standards in this country, that would not be allowable. All I'm saying is this. I learned about loans, interest rates when I was in high school. When I was in high school, right? That's when I, I want learned a full about scholarship it. to college, a full presidential merit scholarship. So awesome, I was man. Solid Congratulations. As well. I'm bragging. I know you are. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to. I'm going to say my comment and not let Joe say anything after this when we're going to just cut right to Joe's two minutes of crap. All right, here we go. I learned interest rates and all that stuff in high school because we weren't busy learning about transgenderism, about racism, about all these other isms. Stay tuned for Joe's two minutes of crap. <laughs> you are absolutely hilarious. There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. The first two years of the Biden administration has been an utter disappointment. The Democratic-controlled House and Senate hasn't been much better. As a matter of fact, the only branch to move the needle politically is the one that's supposed to be apolitical. Hilarious. But liberals tell the truth, and it's not always fun to hear, but it's real. And yes, it's all of our fight. 
The GOP strategy right now is to win by convincing people that the woke left is somehow destroying America and its economy with child groomers and trannies and, you know, leaving some doubt about that 2020 election and adopt some of that bluntness that that Trump has used uh, with this accused pedo. Four. One. Video one. Yeah, oh, I'd feel a lot man. better if people like Lauren Boebert were able to carry a firearm uh, inside the Capitol. Maybe that would keep us all more secure even than the Capitol Police. Whoa. Now, listen, I've explained inflation and we've discussed the 2020 election, but now more recently, it's this FBI showing up at Mar-a-Lago. So much for back in the blue again. Speaking of insurrectionist traitors, Lauren Boeber calling <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez dumb is like Donald Trump paying his taxes. Fraudulent. This woman doesn't believe in a separation of church and state. She insists the First Amendment doesn't say anything like that. And people on the right blindly go along with it because Trailer Palin supports guns. The First Amendment provides that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It protects freedom of speech, the press, assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The guy who wrote the Constitution was serious about uneducated, ignorant religious zealots ever having any kind of political power. Lauren Bober accuses Democrats of being socialist pedophiles, but Clanny Oakley's husband was recently arrested for flashing his dick to teenage girls in a bowling alley. <laughs> That's a real story. I, I, I fleshed this one out like those that, girls at that. the bowling alley did. Bober is out there tweeting about an important issue right now. That a new poll found 62% of college Democrats would never share a room with Trump supporters. She said, I bet these are the same kids who like to talk about tolerance and tell people that they're all about good vibes. Listen, nothing you need to worry about, sweetheart. You don't get a dorm room while you study for your GED three times. Yeah. After a recent run-in with police, Jimmy, you're going to love this. The Colorado congressman said about parenting, it takes a village. And she's right especially when your mom's the village idiot. There's a domestic situation happening right in front of my driveway, and now it's, he's driving away, I think, just about okay. fighting. There's a, it's bad, it's Lauren Bobert's jackass husband, Jason. He's running over my mailbox right now. Stop, you jackass! Get the fuck out of here! And he, you said Come he on, was running over your what mailbox? What are you doing? What did we do wrong? I live here. I didn't even... Sir, talk to me. Sir? Yes. Okay, yeah. I need There's some... about to be some shit going down here. Okay. Okay, who is the gentleman that's going to your mailbox? Lauren jackass husband. Lauren? Jason Bobert. Jason? Okay. Lauren Bobert. What's husband. he driving? Yeah, Lauren Bobert, the congresswoman. He's uh -huh. driving a Ford pickup F-150. He's racing back up to his house. What his color is that Ford? Up and down the neighborhood. Okay. Dark gray. Charcoal Dark gray. gray. His and you said it was a domestic neighborhood in a razor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he and her he, were he arguing. Just about came to blows. His, huh? Who was Jason yeah, arguing with? Yeah, there's a lot with? of arguing. Okay. Who was Jason arguing Everybody with? Everybody in the, at the neighborhood. At the end of your driveway. Okay. 
So is his wife there? Or everybody in the end of my driveway. My wife is here. I'm here. My neighbor is here. Okay. His kid was racing up and down our 25-mile-an-hour street doing 50 miles an hour in a razor, and then he... He told okay. my neighbor to fuck off when he came out to tell him to slow down. That's your congresswoman, people of Colorado. You guys can and, and do deserve better. Uh, Republican senatorial candidate and a living example of the effects of CTE, former football star Herschel Walker, who declined to debate Georgia's current senator and Ph.D. Raphael Warnock, because he claims, Jimmy, everyone's going to be watching Sunday Night Football. The debate's on a Thursday. He's been hitting the head on. Can't you be able, you know, and uh, you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women? That looking at uh, just social media. What about doing that? Looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way. But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And and I, I think there's more things we need to look into. This has been happening for years, and the way we stop it by putting money into the mental health field, by putting money into uh, other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights. What the fuck is he talking about? And that's not even that's not even close to the dumbest thing that Walker said this week. He suggested that climate change isn't real because, you know, there's a lot of trees. Walker's staff, Jimmy, described him as a pathological liar. For instance, he left the University of Georgia early, you know, where he was majoring in rushing yards. How could he have graduated at the top of his class, as he claims? When he was drafted? Uh, listen, say that then. Listen, we don't have time for a lesson on, on evolution right now, uh, but idiots voting for morons, pretty much the Republican Party right now. Yeah, she's grabbing Trump by the pussy. <laughs> I, I, okay. Oh, wait, I got to play video five. Sorry. Didn't see that one. Vehicles, ladies and gentlemen, because they worship the climate and they very much want to. This is the entire Democrat Party. They want to pass the Green New Deal. Well, let me tell you the problem with the Green New Deal, other than the fact AOC, who has the intelligence of less than a kindergartner, by the way. Wow. Imagine the balls on that one. Green is promoted right, uh, far-right, white-wing supremacist and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, including the white genocide conspiracy theory, QAnon, Pizzagate, as well as conspiracy theories about mass shootings, the Clinton family, and the 9-11 attacks. Just in case you thought that I was being, you know, maybe a little bit harsh before. Did she do the flake gate too? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Lauren Bober and Marjorie Taylor Greene were in Congress for three days before they requested a pardon. It's a really sad commentary that dimwits like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Bober are elected officials, Republican officials, and clowns like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz, who I won't even entertain, are serious candidates. And of course, let's not even get started on the reality show host.
Things are looking so bad right now for Donald Trump. I heard Melania Trump is consulting lawyers on how to avoid being buried on a golf course. <laughs> None of these insurrectionist losers, including 45, should have the right to run for public office ever again. Big shocker, everybody. It was all a lie. And if you still have any doubt, I'll leave you with this. Right. We have a government and industry representatives from the election My security community issued a joint statement reflecting a consensus perspective that the 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. There you have it, Jim. It, it, it's all nonsense. It's time for the Republicans to get their heads out of their asses, start talking about actual issues and stop electing idiots because you could do so much better. I agree wholeheartedly. We could do much better than 45, Donald J. Trump. Um, I do want to go back and talk about, hey, well done, by the way. Thank you. Good job, right? Uh, totally crap, but because, you know, this whole big lie thing, I get it. You know, Donald Trump is pushing this lie. It's the big lie. But, you know, Democrats did it the entire time he was in office. So we can just stop that whole thing right now, right? He was the most illegitimate president ever parroted by every democrat for four freaking years so like it that's that's kind if of going joe biden was an anticipate and if he was if joe biden spent all of his time on twitter pissing and moaning about how unfair things were uh he'd already be out of office well i'm not saying i'm not defending donald trump and his in his dumbassery I'm not defending it, right? All I'm saying is I, I I love how people love to call out one party and not their own or another. I call out oh, Democrats listen. and Republicans. Let's all be the time, fair here. All the I same. started I started that bit by acknowledging how absolutely useless the Democrats have been in the first two years of this administration. And so what I'm saying, Jimmy, is what I'm saying is is I would like to see the Republicans run better candidates who are saying things substantial that will make America better. Well, you know what? This Venezuela bullshit. Just start. Tell us what you would do differently. That's how you're going to win this. Otherwise, I think the status quo is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, a lot. The majority of Americans kind of disagree <laughs> with you on that one, Joe. I'm just letting you so. know. Well, I don't you know think what so. I can I tell you. Push comes to shove. And, 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 and thinking about all the insane shit the Republicans have done without even being in power right now, which is ah, mind blowing. How are they even getting away with all this? Imagine if they were in power. Well, you said how bad it. it would be. You said it in the beginning of your bit. The one legislator or the one body that's not supposed to be affecting <laughs> legislation. <laughs> affected it is the only yes. thing that did. Yes, I they'll mean, have had the most influence on this election. It, 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 Jimmy, it would be unfortunate, I think, if this election was decided because of a Supreme Court decision and not based on things like the economy, which is what's important. But if you're going to spend all your time, I don't mean you, I mean candidates at large, talking about a border crisis that's being managed poorly but being managed. But it's not. With it, with an inflation, with an inflation that's bad but coming down. Again, everything's trending 
in the right direction. It's just still not going great. But what's the alternative? And and the Democrats are going to tell you that it's the, that it's the Handmaid's Tale, and it's going to scare the shit out of reasonable people. I have brought up a number of reasons why I would probably vote Republican, and none of them came in social agenda issues. It all came down to spending, 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 crap we're spending money on, right? So this Reduction Inflation Act with this whole, you know, the $300 billion negating each other, it is strictly a, a, a green deal. It is a green bill, right? It is. There's nothing in there except for clean energy crap. You, you're not you're not wiping out the deficit by any stretch of the, in stretch of the imagination, right? But you know what we were talking about? Uh, uh, you you were saying something about classes and whatnot, and how the, the Republicans have just done this and that, and that's just so not true. Right. The Republicans did not make are not trying to make a I don't think the Republican Party is trying to make a permanent poor class at all. Right. And I'm kind of trying to prove this without trying to say this out loud these different weeks. For example, I just brought up how this new three hundred billion dollar college forgiveness would affect more white people than anybody else. Right. White people who apparently, according to you, are, are so privileged that they shouldn't need this, then why doesn't he give it all to black people? Why doesn't he give it all to black and brown people or even Asians? I mean, we don't need it anyway, but I mean, but I mean, people that actually need it, regardless, right, what, of race. You're, you're telling me a kid that's going to Yale right now who's living with his mother and father who make $8 million a year? Needs a ten thousand dollar debt, freaking forgiveness. Granted, he might not reply. You know, he he probably won't even qualify for it. But there are people out there that are going to get this that probably shouldn't, that don't need it. And there are millions and millions of people out there right now, and a year ago, and yesterday that paid off their student loans yesterday that needed this help. But why? Okay. I, I, I want to prove my point here, and I'm going to show you a picture. Have you seen this picture of this boat on Facebook? It's it, the, it, it's being touted as a is a the largest wind powered vessel, and most of the conservative people I know think that this is in essence a giant sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> They're under the impression, Jimmy, I shit you not, that that thing will only move when the wind is blowing. Hey, do you see the problem, do you see the problem that we're having here? We're, I literally oh, so had, I had a conversation. Jimmy, yeah, I had a conversation with good. two very good conservative friends of mine who both posted on their Facebook pages like they were smart. And I said, do you guys understand how wind energy works? Do you know those turbines that you see? Anybody that goes out to Cape Cod, you see those giant wind turbines? Do you know that those wind turbines aren't turning because it's blowing wind? Those are powered. Each of those times it spins generates a ton of electricity. Now, I heard Lauren Boebert just the other day to big cheers, Jimmy. Big cheers. She said solar power in the Green Hill is so dumb. You know why, Jimmy? Because I like to read at night. I don't want to have to go to bed at eight o'clock when the sun goes down. We said that. And people cheered. Yeah, that's stupid. 
I mean, for the love of all things holy, a lot of people on the right, Jimmy, think that solar panels only work when the sun is shining on them, as if these fat losers don't understand what stored energy is. That's a fat joke, literally. I got it. Okay? It stores the energy all during the day to power your house. It's not like it's 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 not a remote control. But again, our elected leaders Jimmy, go out there and push this ignorance and people eat it up. I don't like that. What is the battery? I've got a problem with that. If Howard Dean was out for how was Lauren Bober able to go out there and elicit cheers to I want to read in my house at night, but I can't if I have solar power when that is just I was going to say intellectually dishonest. That is an ignorant, stupid lie to say to people. And I know you're into the, I know you're into the climate and I know the idea of solar power and alternative energy makes sense to you when the argument against it is that it's stupid because it doesn't work and you're just making stuff up. You're, you're, you're doing your constituents a great disservice. I always say this, Joe. Do we have the battery capacity for an individual household right now to, to last 24 hours on solar power? No, we don't. So if it doesn't freaking shine at least one out of freaking 24 hours, you're going to lose power, right? And if it rains, let's just say for argument's sake, it rains for four days in a row like it just did in the state of Connecticut where I didn't have sunshine in my house for four days. What happens then? Where's my, where, where happens to all my food in my refrigerator and my freezer? The energy from solar will last you more than a day. Again, it's storing up the energy. Like, think about an oil tank. But if you run of these numbers, oil in the hold tank, on. you're putting the energy created through the solar power. If you run these numbers, because I have, Joe, you can run certain appliances for 24 hours. You cannot run an entire household during the summer in the south or the winter, if you have electric heat, in the north for 24 hours. You can't do it. It, it can't hold. It just doesn't have enough to run an entire household. When I say entire household, I mean the lights. I've got neighbors the power, that will tell you the, that that's the refrigerator just not true. And then I've run got, their AC all I've night. I've got four or five neighbors, and their lights are on, and their air condition is running in, at all hours of the night. And we're in the Northeast, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's probably some right wing horseshit that you. Saw I want to see the bills. The I do. If they convince me otherwise, yeah, dude, these people are paying like forty five dollars a month on their on their on their energy bills now. They're saving a ton. They're like, dude, why aren't you doing this? How much do they pay for the uh, solar panels? Do you know? I'm just curious. I don't. I'm not questioning. I don't. If you're interested, if you're interested, I can have their guy call. I'm you. not interested. You know, I want to know kidding. why? Because I don't, don't want to give I, any I don't more know. money Listen, to the Chinese Communist Party. Like I've been saying about solar know. panels and wind turbines and the battery technology for months. Yeah, it doesn't help anybody in America. It doesn't help anybody across the world. Because yeah. all it does is ship. You're talking about short-term solutions, and this no, is no, a no. long-term solution. Absolutely, it is yeah. not a long-term solution. It's a long-term solution. Not yeah. when you have China manufacturing ninety percent of it around the world, and they don't care about the pollution at all. Close the close the coal mines and start opening solar factories. You guys would be in business forever. This would be I know, the, because just it's exactly that easy. what these people need. It's that easy. 
Right, but instead, and again, both parties will just allow people to go and make their solar in China for pennies on the dollar so they can all they can all get rich. Uh, you know what? I can tell you this much. Here right? you go. I have solar I'll panels. My electric much. bill is $30 a month. Whoever that is commenting, because it's not showing who you are, how much did I have you no pay idea. for the, I'm, I'm asking him, how much did you, or her, how much did you pay for your, or did you lease them? What's the deal on the panels? We're curious. Jimmy, Jimmy thinks you're getting robbed somehow on this. I also, don't. Jimmy I says asked. that Jimmy says your lights don't stay on all the time. He heard that somewhere. We're just seriously waiting for her. No, her I don't again. want to keep talking. I, are we I, supposed to shut? Comes, uh, hold I on. Know. I want this TIE fighter. Are we supposed to shut 100% shut up, China? Are we supposed to just yes. 100% shut up? Go ahead and make that call as soon yes. as we possibly can. Yeah, like... Yeah, I'm anti-China. You know, I will. I would actually give Biden a kudo. I like it. What do you got? That super chip bill, right? That they're making factories, and you know, it's kind of a backhanded comment, but uh, he's trying to bring the the uh, uh, what do you call them? The microchips, not the microchips. The uh, uh, the ones in Taiwan right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Those ones. They're, yep. they're, he, he's planning ahead with that, right? He wants to bring, uh, 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 what you gonna call it, manufacturing of that back to the states because that's a huge money maker. It's going to be ginormous. But I also think it's because he's not going to do anything to help Taiwan, and everybody knows it, and he knows it. So he's preparing for that invasion, and he's like, "Well, we're going to have to ramp up our production because they're going to get taken out." But that's just not. That's another discussion. Yeah, listen. It, it's my whole point is it's it's not perfect. I think the Democrats have enough to. Mitch McConnell's already planning for them to not take back the Senate. He's already conceding that they're not going to win the Senate. That he thinks they're just going to take the House. I don't even think the House is a guarantee, uh, to be honest. And again, I think the more the Democrats chip away at inflation and get those prices down. Maybe just one more round of checks just just there in October. Uh, that ought to seal the deal up for the Democrats. I, and it's uh, unfortunate, Jimmy, because to me, it's a really wasted opportunity because in two years, they have not done a goddamn thing worthwhile. Nothing, right? And I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Even Fox News, right? I even heard this I, I know I was driving to work. Uh, even Fox News said that the big red wave is no more. Like they are like, what happened to the big red wave? Thanks there, Supreme Court. But uh <laughs> but yeah, they're predicting it to be like a 26 seat, 26 seat flip. That's not a lot. It's a very, very thin majority for the Republicans. Where four months ago it was a 78 seat switch, you know. I mean, like it was, I don't know, man. That's it's gonna be a nail biter. What's the Vegas guy? What's Vegas odds on this? You know, I'll t- no, I don't. But I will tell you this: now that I, I, I'd like to see all the new polls. Now that you've got your primaries, a lot of states have had primaries in the last week, including here in Connecticut, where a lot of harder right wing candidates got nominations in a variety of states and places, and and I, I'm telling you right now, whether you like it or not, no, you don't. The Democrats are going to push the idea that these are just an extension of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is on the ballot. If you vote for these people, you're voting for Donald Trump. 
and they're and doing that while also one. simultaneously. Let's not forget this January sixth thing is still ongoing. Um, I'm telling you, the, the Democrats, Jimmy, I'll admit, are playing dirty politics here. None of this is not coincidental. Yeah, and no. they're exploiting all of it. Absolutely. I, you know what? And I, I agree with you. And I just want everybody out there to remember eventually the shoe will be on the other foot. I don't want to hear anything. Right. I don't want to hear. I mean, when Biden, so Biden's house won't get searched. But what will get searched if the Republicans come in power is the University of Delaware. Those documents that he, that uh, came up during his uh, campaign run that he said can't be unsealed because they're at the University of Delaware or some shit. Those things are going to get you know pulled into court here real quick, and they're in the oversight committee, and everybody's going to complain. Everybody's going to every right because there'll Democrat- be nothing in it. We, we watched eight years of of Hillary hearings for what? We for watched what? four years of Trump to, hearings to open to, to in essence to open the door. For Barack Obama to win eight years in office, that's how dumb the Republicans are. They this set a, yeah. up they set up Barack Obama to take that nomination in the White House. That's how dumb they are. When you focus on bullshit, which is what all those Hillary hearings ended up being, a whole lot of bullshit. Oh, the Marines and the, 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 the what was that place? Like, why can't I think of uh, Benghazi? Benghazi? Oh, Benghazi. She didn't care. It's not a State Department asset. We've been over that a million times. It's a CIA compound. That's a whole different department. Chris Stevens didn't call Hillary at 3 o'clock in the morning. He would have been calling his CIA contacts. Okay? So enough of that. And now we've already seen in the last two weeks the the Republicans are saying if they take the House, they're going to bring in Merrick Garland, but they're also going to bring in Trump appointee FBI Director Christopher Wray. Nah, is that what we're going to is? This, so here's the thing. We've got this terrible inflation. The Democrats are spending all the money we don't have. The Republicans are going to come in and waste it on hearing after hearing because they have no platform and they have no plan. If they did, they could roll it out today and be like, this is the Republican rescue plan to get us out of the recession. And it would be game over, Jimmy. We'd be like, ah, you know what? We'll just start all wearing condoms. See, this is what I'm talking about, man. Like, this is what happened during Trump's presidency. They wasted billions and millions and millions of dollars on hearing after hearing after hearing after investigation. Because well, he kept breaking the law. What, what's going to break? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What came of it? What good is the he January He was impeached 6th? twice. Okay, and it's going to do real good. He's, he's still going to freaking run. Now, somebody asked me a question. Do I think Trump will win if he runs against Biden? I don't know. I really don't. I, I don't think I, you lose to somebody by 8 million, run against him again, and beat him. I don't see how that's humanly possible. I don't think the numbers are there. I don't know, man. I think 8.4% inflation. You're talking about gonna, two. You're going to shrink that Very number, incredibly. Right? Um, negatively looked at people they both have they're both underwater with their popularity both trump and biden biden's in worse shape than trump but again and they're both too freaking old and they're both, both too old oh people i literally again that on the trump side right let me Trumpers forget that 
Let me go back to Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'll go back to Marjorie Taylor Greene for a minute. Marjorie Taylor Greene was celebrating the retirement of Dr. Fauci, who's 81. And then uh, because he's old and old people shouldn't have jobs like that, she was saying. And then she was like, can't wait to get Trump back in the White House. He's like four years younger, right? Is he? He's going to be 79 in 2024. Yeah, yeah Biden will be he's going to be. They're both so going to be years. really, really yeah. old. Yeah, I mean, again, there's the hypocrisy, though. There's the Biden's old. Get rid of old ass Fauci. Let's elect Trump. No, what? what? Like, oh, Jimmy, I can't with these people. Well, you know what, man? Like I say, we actually say this a lot on the air here that. The hypocrisy runs both sides. The bad politics runs on both sides. The stupidity runs on both sides. The only thing that you and I really, really basically, oh no, we agree on a lot of things, but the main point that you and I agree on politically is this. We need more education in this country, period. Because the more educated we are, the more educated decisions we can make. Now, I will say this on my behalf and not on a political basis. I firmly believe that we need a set standard across the board when it comes to education. The people in Kentucky should learn the same shit as the people here in Connecticut. Why? So everybody knows that two plus two equal. Hold on a second. Common Core that doesn't equal up anymore. Hey, guys, thank you very much for listening. I uh, for Jill Aguirre. I am Jim Battisti. This is Divided We Stand. Have a good night. God bless. We can expect another wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you don't have your home service for mosquito control and you find you're spending most of your outside time swatting those little pests, or you did have your yard sprayed but you still have bites all over your body, you're in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. All mosquito control service is not the same. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product, one size fits all service program. You can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results. The promise is awarded them an industry-leading customer retention rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCNCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade DeCesare and enjoy the rest of the summer mosquito-free. <laughs>